the action. All items subject to availability. Orders are fulfilled on a first-come, first-served basis. Raiders football is less than five hours away here on AM830, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Hi, Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at SouthBayToyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, Halualoha Garden and Kitchen or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. 
online at LegacyRanchInc.com. Sunday night at Los Alamitos, it's the richest race of the season, the Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 Million Futurity. What a tremendous race of two-year-olds will be in action. Led by Golden State Million Futurity winner Train Station B, who is undefeated in his three starts at Los Alamitos, plus Wild West Futurity winner Five Bar Supreme, and Golden State Million finalist Unrelentless and A.B. Wow, plus five other standouts will go after the richest purse of a Los Alamitos meet. Our first post on Sunday night follows the final race of our daytime racing program. And as always, every Saturday and Sunday night features two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Los Alamitos 2 million? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's the Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. Train Station B, 5 Bar Supreme, and an all-star cast of juveniles. It's the richest race of the season at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Daytime Thoroughbred Racing at Los Alamitos. First post time through December 17th is at 12.30 p.m. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange. South Bay Toyota and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles. And experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By the luxurious Halualoha Garden and Kitchen overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By the Rags and Sheets. Take it from top trainers, jockey agents, and players like you nationwide. When you go racing, get past the obvious. Get the Rags and Sheets. By Legacy Ranch. Where stands California's big three. Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. 
by Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani Mabrian. A very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Opening weekend of the very short Los Alamitos winter meet. Some good racing yesterday at Los Alamitos. The great two $200,000 starlet. Well, once again, it's the Bob Baffert Show. His seventh consecutive victory uh, in this significant graded stake. His tenth overall, dating back to three wins at uh, Hollywood Park. And yesterday, it was nothing like you uh, registering her third consecutive win all in combination with Juan Hernandez and uh, very impressive gate to wire yesterday, uh, getting a mile and one sixteenth. Uh, uh, you know, in a, in a respectable. I'm looking for the final time right now. One forty four and three, according to our uh, uh, morning line maker at Santa Anita and Del Mar, John White. Uh, nothing like you with Juan Hernandez for Bob Baffert got a seventy nine buyer speed figure, and uh, that was the second win on the day for the jockey trainer comment of uh, Hernandez and Baffert. A lot to talk about. They've got this new in-play situation uh, at Los Alamitos, and uh, I wasn't able to track it yesterday, but on opening day, I really enjoyed it. Wasn't always a perfect prognostication of what the off-odds were going to be, but boy, it sure gave you a pretty good idea. In other words, when you've got a horse hanging out there at 8-1 to one when they come on the track, and the in-play uh, uh, odds, the projection based upon uh, will pay, uh, pick threes and so on uh, projects it at a certain number and then the off odds are pretty close to that instead of what they might be at five, six, seven, eight, nine minutes to post. I think it's a help, certainly a keys discussion. And for me, perhaps most importantly, and for the long-term good of our business, it is drawing attention to this very serious issue of uh, of this computer-assisted wagering uh, situation, which we see the big odd swings. We saw them at the fall meet in particular at Del Mar, and I get it. Hey, uh, there's a lot at stake. You're talking about money. You're talking about handle. And I think when, when we have seen restrictions imposed, the handle is off. My question is, is the real handle off that much? And by that I mean, forget about these big rebates, sometimes 40, 45, 50% rebates to big players. So you've got, to me, a faux inflated handle at times. So is a reduction in handle really as drastic as it looks just on its face? I don't know. I don't have the answers. And again, it's a tough situation. I want to readily acknowledge that. Let's get back to uh, Saratoga Springs and... Welcome aboard my good friend Jonathan Hardoon from the Raggers and Sheets. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing great. Uh, I see you got nine at Aqueduct today. Uh, first of all, just uh, it's kind of a quiet time uh, in our game, which is a good thing. We've got this meet uh, at Los Alamitos. Uh, you're busy at Aqueduct. I see there's 11 races today at Gulfstream Park with good field size and so on. But let's face it, this is kind of the quiet before the run-up to the big opener at Santa Anita the day after Christmas. But uh, just in general, uh, how are things going with you? Well, the Dodgers signed, uh, spent $700 million yesterday. So 
I'm a happy camper today. Yeah, you know, I tried to get Steve Brenner, who handles a lot of the uh, publicity for the Dodgers, on this very show this morning. Well, they got to still make room on the 40-man roster. It's, you know, I I can't say yeah. anything until they do that. Everybody's operating in a hangover of Dave Roberts just very simply stating they had a good meeting, and that had no effect on the end result, which was a 10-year deal for uh, $700 million. It's a crazy number, but I'm looking at it like they got two players, a pitcher and a hitter, so it's 350 each. The only problem is he won't be pitching uh, maybe for two years. But yeah. listen, it's a lot of money. It's crazy, obviously, but if you're a fan, you love it. What could you do? Well, and it's just everything else that this guy brings. His work ethic, John, anybody who's ever been around him, they acknowledge work ethic second to none. He's the first guy at the yard, probably the last guy to leave. Uh, he His whole life is this game of baseball, and uh, I feel bad for the Angels. You know, they they tried very hard, but they did have a good run with him. It's just... Uh, it just almost seemed inevitable. It's it's going to be beyond big having him uh, in Los Angeles and then throughout Major League Baseball uh, in that Dodger blue. It's going to be good for MLB. It is, and they have uh, some. They they just have three amazing hitters all in a row between Betts, the Freeman, Freeman, and and yep. him. I mean, how are you get through that lineup so easy? I don't think so. But let's see. Yeah, we no, got to play the game, Mike. No question, John. Any thoughts on the recently concluded, uh, uh, you know, annual confab over there at the University of Arizona uh, in Tucson last week? A lot of the, you know, major players in the game were there and part of. Uh, you know, some uh, open discussions, uh, you know, various uh, uh, seminars and so on and so forth. Uh, in, in, any reaction to anything you saw coming out of there? They do it every year, Mike. They leave there with great ideas, but it's not often when they follow through with the ideas. It's all good for a couple of days, and they're giving out good ideas. Yeah. You know, they were talking about tracks that run on top of each other, how they should fix that problem, and that should be an easy problem. Mm-hmm. And they do for a while, but then it you know goes back to the way it was. And, and you take a, a track like Gulfstream and Santa Anita, they're owned by the same company. They should never, ever run on top of each other. But we see that that happens, and uh, you know that's one of the easy things you would think that they could fix. And then, of course, they spoke about the computer-assisted wagering, and uh, you know that's just a big mess. And and good for the low sell. I'm not yeah. sure if what they're doing is working. But guess what? I haven't seen those ma- those massive drops in the last couple of days, so maybe there is something to this. Did, did you kind of agree with what I said right at the top? That it, it, to me, at a minimum, it's uh, it, it's it's stirring some conversation, and we need to have it. Yeah, at least they're not ignoring the problem. I yeah, mean, you know, they're telling you that there's a problem. We we get there's a problem, and we don't know how to fix it either. But let's try this. At least they're trying something. So whenever yeah. you try something, it's good for the game. It's not bad. If it works, well, that's great. And if it doesn't work, well, at least you know they gave it a shot. John, uh, a programming note: we're going to have uh, track superintendent Dennis Moore. He right now, as we speak, he's over at uh, Los Alamitos. We're going to have Dennis on top of the next hour. John, we've got a $10 million project going on at Santa Anita. I have never seen such progress as I've seen from up atop the grandstand in the press box at Santa Anita over the past 10 days or so. 
just incredible amounts of the heaviest heavy equipment you you could ever imagine you know freeway construction type stuff uh we're putting in a uh, new synthetic tapita surface on the inner training track and this is very important because we're operating under these new chrb regs which stipulate any surface that's been sealed you can't train on it the next day all, all you can do uh, is, is jog and so, you know, if we get a winner, which we've had in the recent past, you're not going to have to seal that all-weather tapita there on the inner training track. And I, I would have to say they're ahead of schedule, but I want to get Dennis Moore's thoughts on it top of the next hour, John. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, obviously, they can't seal tapita. They're doing the same thing at Belmont, Mike. They're building a mm-hmm. tapita inside and... Uh... You know, I guess it's going to take time, and hopefully it works out. I'm not a, a fan of Tapita. I don't want them racing on it. If they want to train on it, mm-hmm. well, that's good to them. And uh, if it helps the horses and it's good, why not do it? But, I'm, not, you know, I'm just not a fan of racing on Tapita. But you got to take what they give you. And that's, Tapita will deal with it. Yeah, that's kind of the opinion of a lot of players out there. Hey, anyway, John, in an immediate sense, uh, I mentioned nine at Aqueduct. 11 at Gulfstream. Uh, you're, you got quite a bit on the plate now at uh, at the website. Where do you want to go for radio here in hour one? Well, the weather in New York is bad, and it's getting worse. So hopefully they'll get the card in because they're really expecting the storm to come through. So we're going to look at Gulfstream for hour number one, and we're going to look at the 10th race today at seven furlongs on the main track. And I like the number three horse in here, Diamond Cool. This is a three-year-old gelding from the Patrick being Cone Barn. Vincent Chaminade aboard to ride. He's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. He ran just seven days ago as Gulfstream comes back on a quick turnaround. He's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line, and I think he's sitting on a big effort here, Mike. I like number three, Diamond Cool, to upset and win today's 10th race at Gulfstream Park. Okay, 10th of 11 at Gulfstream. And tell us what is up on the website right now, J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Well, today we have Gulfstream, Aqueduct, and LaSalle. Uh, we've been covering Oakland. They don't run today. They took the day off. I don't know if they don't run on Sundays or what the story is, but uh, they ran uh, the last two days. And uh, big fields, great betting opportunities, and huge payoffs if you happen to get lucky. But today, Gulfstream, LaSalle, and Aqueduct Select. Okay, John, can't wait to get you back. An hour or two, we'll bring you out west here to uh, Los Alamitos for this nine-race card. It's going to be anchored the ninth and final today, two-year-old Phillies bred in California, and that'll be the $100,000 Soviet problem. Can't wait to get you back, John. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and be well. You bet. And folks, uh, Dan Sanchez from the South Point on vacation the next couple of weekends, so we're really happy to be able to welcome aboard uh, the longtime voice of Los Alamitos uh, and their current line maker, and you can catch him in the paddock before and during the races as well as on FanDuel TV for the nighttime action. Ed Burgard. Hey, Ed, good morning. Morning, Mike. How are you? Good. Uh, remiss here. We're 18 minutes in. Just now going to note, champion of champions last night. What an, a massive effort from the inside from Flashback. Uh, he prevailed over Impressum by three-quarters of a length, off at 9-1 to one in that $750,000 champion of champions. And you got the $2 million, Los, or the uh, Los Alamitos $2 million futurity tonight. But first of all, a recap of the champion of champions last night, Ed. Well, it was a great race. Uh, you, we were talking about it earlier, Mike, you and I, about the unfortunate incident when Scoops Dynasty reared at the start to lose all chance. 
uh, apolitical Pence had the lead and then took an awkward step, uh, appeared to be okay because he galloped out fine, but he was in front of the eighth ball. But Flashback, who was really coming into the race in great style, had the rail. Impressed him as in contention as well, but Flashback just accelerated the final 16th of a mile and drew away to a three-quarter length victory. And for people who were following Flashback's career, he was second in the champion of champions as a three-year-old back in 2021 and was coming into this race in sharp form from New Mexico. He beat a horse called KJ Desperado two outs ago, and that's the richest quarter horse of all time. So a lot of people thought it was a major upset, but several of us thought that Flashback had a super chance to win. And I'm told you really kind of talked this horse up on air last night uh, on FanDuel. I think you had him second, didn't you? Yeah, I had him as my second selection. Uh, I wasn't sure he could beat Impressum. I almost put him on top, but I just said Impressum's the defending world champion, and Impressum's quicker out of the gate. He was drawn outside of Flashback. I was surprised Flashback went by him as easily as he did, but... uh, Certainly, I thought Flashback had a huge chance uh, for the uh, connection. Boy, and he got off 9-1 to one and, and won very, very impressively. Uh, a trip note on Apolitical Pence. It looked like he was going to be right there, and then he was not. Well, it looked like his hindquarters kind of just slipped out from under him at the eighth pole. Couldn't tell exactly what happened. But then when I watched the replay, past the wire, he galloped out really strong. Mm-hmm. He appeared to be fine. He just uh, took an awkward step. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I... I'm not seeing the chart yet, but I think he was probably up about a half a length in front at the time that that happened. Uh, that optical illusion could be a little bit uh, misleading to the public when you're just watching the race off the uh, re- off the actual monitor. But he was in front. Interesting. And Ed, uh, seven hundred and fifty thousand up last night in the Champion of Champions. Next year, it's going to be a million. All right, we're going back to a million. We had one prior one million dollar Champion of Champions. I think that was back in two thousand eight when Blues Girl Two won the race and beat FPD Dynasty, but uh, we're going back to a million dollars next year, and I got to give uh, Dr. Allred and Kathy Mongeau a lot of credit for trying to put more money into our stakes program right now. They really seem encouraged by the uh, success we've had this year with a lot of people coming in from the Midwest, so looking forward to a big uh, 2024 season here at Los Alamitos. Okay, that that's uh, that's certainly good news for everybody. Ed, what about trends? Now, we've only got two days in the books. This meet is over kind of when it starts, I mean, a week from today's closing day for the daytime winter meet. It seemed to me, opening day, I didn't watch all the races, but, boy, you needed to be on the leader. It really wasn't a bad place to be. And yesterday, you know, it it didn't seem so extreme. You had a headwind down the stretch yesterday, correct? Correct. I think, you know, opening day was a little misleading because the first four races I had forces that cleared off easily and they were able to go wire to wire but then in the fifth race if i recall on opening day a speed duel developed and a horse came from next to last to win so i just mm-hmm. think it depends on the depends on the pace scenario and sometimes right. in those shorter sometimes in those shorter fields when you have a standout maiden that can open up three or four lengths and we had several of those yesterday early on the result's going to be a daylight win but you know like i said if you get horses you can hook up on the front end and set up a quick pace, the closers have a great chance. You know, uh, I, I saw Baffert in the winter circle yesterday watching on uh, RTN or Cal Racing, and then I'm looking at the Pollock Report right now uh, here in, in the big, at the Big A, and uh, the Starlet is their lead news item. Nothing like you with Juan Hernandez up. He's got his stick up, and uh, you can see Juan is powered by our good friends at Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee right there on those white pants. So, uh, certainly some good advertising there for everybody involved at Los Alamitos. Nothing like you 
gives Baffert his seventh consecutive win in the Starlet, tenth overall, and uh, a double on the day for b- both Baffert and, and Juan Hernandez. Nothing like you, as noted earlier, got a 79 buyer. Right, and I've got to give Juan Hernandez credit. He's probably become the most consistent rider we have out here on the West Coast. I mean, it doesn't matter if he's on a speed horse or on a closer. He never goes into a slump. I've got to gain no. a lot of respect, and I really watched his ride in the first race and the final day of the Del Mar. I mean, he was put up a perfect ride on a turf horse that was able to win uh, up the rail for Peter Erton. So at a big price, yeah. At a big price. So, you know, Juan, to me, um, I know that Flavian, Flavian Pratt's back in town, and so is Joel Rosario, but I would not concede the title to either one of those riders coming up at Santa Anita the way Juan Hernandez has been going. It's going to be tough, and obviously Ron Anderson, agent for Joel Rosario and Frankie DeTore. Johnny Velasquez is not going to be here full-time this winter. He's staying in Florida. But Anderson uh, really taking stock of the fact, I'm sure he told Joel, look, if we want to be there in the top three, you got to get in early and try and get some business going into opening day, which is what they're trying to get done uh, at, at Los Alamitos. You factor in the, the Japanese kid, Kazushi Kimura, who got beat a nose in the Santa Anita Derby. Uh, he's, he's won 150 races uh, this, this season at Woodbine, far and away again their leading rider. He's coming down following their closing day on December 17th. Uh, you put it all together, Antonio Frasu has really gained momentum as the year has progressed. Umberto Rispoli having a good year. It's going to be a tough jockey's colony come the day after Christmas, Ed. Well, it sure is, and recently won two races here at uh, Los Alamitos yesterday. So both recently and Rosario down here to try to make sure that they stay in the bigger barns. And, you know, Rosario's going to have a little bit tougher time than he had in the past. He's coming off a subpar year back in the East Coast. He's still a great rider, but I think he's out here and wants to reestablish his business. And he was the king out here before he went back to the East Coast, and then Flavian Pratt took over mm-hmm. and also followed Joel back there to Keeneland and to New York. So... It'll be a great uh, meet coming up at Santa Anita with all those uh, top riders there to compete. You know, Ed, i, I got to say this. Back to Juan Hernandez. I'm hoping you kind of get to know him here over the next two weekends. His stat line is, is very indicative of his personality. Believe me, he's never too high. He's never too low. Things go wrong. It's water off a duck's back. To me, the great ones, the guys who are in it for the long haul, yeah, they can get upset. But, man, when you go out there to ride that next race, it's behind you, way behind you. It's got to be that way. And he's just a really level guy, got, got a, a great family. I just can't say enough about him. And what a job uh, Craig O'Brien has done with him since he came back here full-time from up north. Right. I mean, he's been real receptive to interviews. He always seems to have a good attitude when he rides a horse. He doesn't wave his whip past the bar. He doesn't look over his shoulder down the stretch. No. No, not a prima, not a prima donna. Doesn't show player. anybody up. None of that stuff. No. You know, we've had great riders in the past that uh, their egos sometimes have superseded them, and I don't see that happening at all with Love One Hernandez. Okay, let, let's get to it, Eddie. Uh, we, we've got a nine race card daytime today. Could, could you give us a, both a day and night best bet? Is that possible? Well, I can give you. Yeah, the day best bet's going to come in race number seven, the number five horse, Doctor Low Key. Uh, Barrington Harvey's aboard. Um, horse coming out of a much stronger race, going a thousand yards. I simply thought he was, he needed the race. He was taken hold of early. Much stronger field. Dream Robber was coming, came back to beat Allowance Company, and the runner up in that race, a uh, high press, ran second at Delmar. In the third place, Manita Wish, uh, is going to go closer than our second race today. 
uh, was an allowance winner earlier in the year. So I think Dr. Loki will get the right pace in the area going a little bit further. So that's going to be my key play on the day card, and I would box him with the number one horse uh, project leader. So those would be my two plays for the day card. I was not prepared to give you a night horse yet, Mike. Nope, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, we got 10 tonight. I just... I'll focus, uh, get everybody focused on the nighttime signal. You're going to be on the set uh, fan duel with Dave Weaver, and, and who else? I'll be on with uh, Dave Weaver will not be on tonight. Oh. I'll, be on with, I'll be on with Nick Hines. He'll be hosting and Jose Contreras. So it'll be the three of us. And okay. Dave's going, on, Dave's going on a cruise to uh, Ensenada and to Catalina, I think, starting tomorrow for four or five days. Well, why not? Get the head clear. Uh, anyway, the 10 race card tonight at Los Alamitos kicks off at 530 Pacific. And uh, you got the biggest race of the season down there tonight, the biggest pot, the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. And uh, you got a short morning line favorite. Uh, I know that we're going to be talking about with, uh, with Orlando Gutierrez. So looking forward to that here in just a few minutes, Ed. But thanks so much. Great, do- great job with the morning line. And last thing, who's going to be your guest uh, in the paddock before the races? I'm going to have Jose Contreras as my guest today. And, Train Station is a horse that's going to be the big favorite in the uh, $2 million tonight. He's got the same connections that owned Flashback last night. So same trainer, Heath Taylor. Train, stra- train Station V. It's going to be a possible double for the connections. So looking forward to a big race tonight. And uh, always enjoy talking to you, Mike. Okay, and again, who's your guest before the races? I've got Jose Contreras. Uh, from. Uh, he's with Los Ponies, but he's our nighttime analyst. Does a great job, yeah. We'll be going. We'll be going over the program. I'll be commenting on, you know, some workouts on horses, and I get a subscription to the Handicappers Report, which really helps set me out on my morning line as well. So we'll be going over the program. We got some first-time starters to talk about today, and a lot of horses coming off workouts. Terrific. Hey Ed, stay tuned. Uh, right after Dennis Moore, top of the next hour, we're going to have Kurt Hoover uh, joining us, and uh, he's handling the FanDuel uh, duties during the daytime. I caught quite a bit of wind on the fifty-seven coming down, so be prepared, my man. It was brutal last night. In fact, when I did when I did the show yesterday before the race with Bob Mazursky, the light fixtures uh, bounced. Uh, they've actually dropped and almost hit us. It, it got that windy up there in the vessels, but it slowed down as the night went on. But uh, it was it was pretty chilly. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you a true story, and Kurt will verify this. This was December. I couldn't tell you what year. It had to be mid 90s. And it was the autumn meet at Hollywood, the fall holiday meet of champions, you know. That's what Marge called it originally. The wind was blowing so hard out of, like, the San Fernando Valley. It moved the turf starting gate. It was just sitting there, you know, on hard pan, wasn't being used. It moved that gate, and I don't know how many tons that thing weighed, into one of the lakes. That's how hard the wind blew. We, wow. we had a guy on the camera crew. We just called him. His name was Joe Pasillas, I think. We called him Fresno Joe. He was from Joe, from uh, Fresno. And he was working, I think, the 3H Tower that night, that day and night. When he came into the TV room after the races, I mean, all you could see was the white of his eyes. He was just sandblasted. <laughs> so well, <laughs> hopefully it won't be that now. bad today, Eddie. All right, thanks, Mike. All right, take care. Ed Burgart, ready to get some uh, rest and get over to Los Alamitos. We're going to not take any rest here, but we're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, going to be hooking up with John Lindo, and then Orlando Gutierrez going to kind of walk us through the nighttime situation at Los Alamitos. This is Thoroughbred L.A. on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. You see, war is not the answer for only love. Hey, hey, hey. You know we've got 
830. Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service, and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best-selling vehicle, the F-150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714-509-5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room. 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. 
Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting a best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Well, you won't get a lemon. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. Don't punish me with brutality. Talk to me so you can see. And welcome back, Hour One Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And uh, let's get down to Carlsbad. Welcome aboard, John Lindo. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Good. Uh, listen, you and Bob Ike talked uh, quite a bit about the Le Meridian Hotel right across the street from Santa Anita out there on the northeast end yesterday. We not only have opening day coming up, we've also got what's shaping up as an epic Rose Bowl, John, You know, with Washington uh, against Alabama, undefeated Washington taking on uh, Alabama, who knocked off uh, two-time national champion Georgia last week. This Rose Bowl is 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 going to be off the charts and want to encourage anybody, racing fans, football fans, anybody coming into the area, check out the Le Meridian right across the street from the track. Uh, the, the number to call for reservation 626-777-6699. Or if you're a Marriott's rewards member, your promo code is S is in Sam, 9498. Again, the telephone number, 626-777-6699. And we'd ask everybody, please tell uh, the general manager, Katie Green, you heard about it here on Thoroughbred L.A. Right. You know, the rooms are going to be at a premium there with the Rose Parade and everything else going on. It's just a short jaunt over to the Rose Bowl. So, yep. yeah, lock it up now because you've got that Tuesday racing for opening day and right into that uh, New Year's weekend. So a lot going on that first week around Santa Anita, Arcadia, and Pasadena. And, John, when you make your way up to Santa Anita or parts uh, close by, if you've got an appetite, and this goes for everybody, folks, good news, as Terry Smith likes to say on Angels Radio, Little Joe's Fresh Max is back open and open in a big way just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak, right next to the Bit Tavern. They've got the coldest beer in the San Gabriel Valley and a great selection. Little Joe's Fresh Max opens seven days a week. They open today at 9 a.m., and uh, they close a little bit early on Sundays for the time being at 3 p.m. But get into Little Joe's. I can tell you, John, I went by there yesterday. Their food is absolutely tremendous. It was great to see uh, uh, the guy who made the place, Felix Padilla, back in the kitchen, helping out with the transition. And uh, I tell you what, uh, Little Joe's back in a big way, right next to the bit off the corner at 10th and Live Oak. Let's go ahead and talk about what's going on in our game, John. Uh, I don't want to get all that topical and so on, but I thought you and Bob Ike had a great discussion yesterday on some of what was discussed at the Arizona Racing Seminar uh, there in Tucson, most notably 
uh, this computer-assisted wagering situation, and the fact that Los Alamitos is now, thanks to Mark Ratsky, it's his idea, doing an in-play type thing where they show you, they give you a window based upon will pays what they think the actual off-odds are going to be. Uh, so it, it maybe kind of mitigates the, 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 the emotional effect of, of, of a big odds drop late. I tell you what, and the, the graphics are easy to read. They display it yep. once the results are official from the like the third race on, and then they'll throw it up again once uh, the horses come on the track for the race in the post parade. Right after the post parade, they lift those odds, and it came in handy yesterday in the fifth race, Mike. In, in the fifth race, they're on the track, and uh, Paco's Pico was at four to one, and Mike's operator was at three to one. And then you see this graphic where they project Paco's Pico's odds to be six to five at post time, and Mike's operator 7-2. Well, I like Mike's Mike operator in the race, so looking at that, okay, the other horse is probably going to get bet down. My horse might drift a little bit, so I made a wager on Mike's operator, and uh, he goes wire to wire, look at the board, and all of a sudden he's 6-1. to one. Mm-hmm. So so uh, you can at least get an idea where the money is probably going to go, or if the horse you like is probably going to lose some value as far as a win wager goes. Uh, it's effective. It's not 100% accurate, but they're doing their best they can to try and give the people the real value of the races, you know, what what you think, what you can expect to get the post time. Right, and, and you know, they're stirring a discussion, which has got to be had. It's it's very, very important that this, uh, this issue be discussed and hopefully at some point resolved. I, I don't see any easy fix. I really don't, John. You don't either, and uh, but you know it's the elephant in the room because uh, you know, like Bob Ike said, he, he's going to really refrain from making win wages in, in the racing in California because we're betting based on value, and that's the thing we have to know what we expect to get, especially with the sports wagering guys coming in now. Well, with all the sports wagering around the country available, you know today if, if you like Baltimore laying seven and a half against the Chargers or the, the Rams when they kick off, you're going to give seven and a half. You're not going to get nine and a half or ten and a half, so you know we need to know what price we're, we're accepting when we make the wager. Good point, John. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the nine race card today at Los Alamitos. A- any thoughts on the on the feature rate, the, the Soviet problem for Calbreds? Speaking of which, I want to get this in our Calbred of the week. Boy, what a consistent, hard-knocking four-year-old daughter of Mr. Big this filly is. Chancery Way, trained by Jamie Thomas, the defending champion in yesterday's featured uh, $75,000 bear fan stakes for Phillies and Mares Bread in California up at Golden Gate Fields. And uh, she got it done and pretty pretty handily as well under Evan Roman. She now has seven wins, four of which are in stakes races from 12 starts. With the $45,000 to the winner yesterday, her earnings now at $315,770. Again, a four-year-old filly by Mr. Big out of the War Chant Mare. This means war. And the current owners, Andy or Rob Smolich, they got her out of that Northern California yearling sale for a paltry $6,500, John. Uh, that's pretty good work. I said she came off a nice wind out of Delmar in the Betty Grable on the on the dirt. She goes back up to the synthetic at Golden Gate, outbreaks the field and goes wire to wire yesterday. A really nice filly added by the Legacy Ranch sire, sire Mr. Big. And I tell you what, uh, she looks like she can do it all. She's grown well on grass, too. So all kinds of options for her and the and that mare, this means war, has gotten some turf route winners. So, you know, I think she'll stretch out no problem, too. I wish I owned her. 
Yeah, and, and another gross factual error on my part. Thanks to John White, he just corrected me. The Rose Bowl is not Washington. It's bigger than that. It's Alabama uh, versus uh, number one Michigan. So Alabama, Michigan, not Washington. My apologies there, and thanks to John White. Well, you'll see the maze and the crimson <laughs> running around Arcadia here in a couple of weeks. Oh man, boy, I hate it when you make mistakes, and that that is a big mistake. Anyway, John, let's get to it. Who do you like for a best bet today? I'll go down to race number seven. In the seventh race today, number one project leader has been very good under the lights at Los Alamos. He's even better in the daytime. Last two wins on the daytime configuration, both wire-to-wire wins against Starter Allowance Company, one during the July meet, one during the September meet. Now into a restricted claiming race. So this is a drop in class. Has the rails enough speed to get off of that fence. And the two-to-one on the morning line, he is the one to beat. Number one project leader, race number seven, Los Alamitos. Okay, terrific, John. Looking forward to uh, catching you and Bob Ike next week and then two weeks uh, off. You guys will have your Santa Anita preview show. We're going to enter on December 22nd for opening day Tuesday, December 26th. You guys will have all the entries and do the X's and O's right here on air on that Saturday leading in. We're not going to be doing a show on the 24th, so really looking forward to that, John. Yeah, we'll have the entries in hand, six stakes races, that Tuesday opening. It's great to you know, give us a little uh, ammunition to work the weekend there before we get to the opening day. Yeah, no question. Thanks so much, John. Have a great day. Good luck. All right. Good luck today. All right. Uh, let's get down. Catella, say hello to Orlando Gutierrez there at Los Alamitos. And uh, a big night last night, as discussed with Ed Burgard, which with Flashback taking the $750,000 champion of champions from the rail, trained by Heath Taylor. He's also the trainer of the uh, morning line favorite in tonight's Los Alamitos $2 million futurity. Train Station V, 10 of them at Los Al under the lights starting at 530. Orlando, are you ready? I am ready, Mike. Uh, thankfully, Got a good nice rest. It's going to be a good long night tonight. Uh, looking forward to it for sure. And uh, one other thing to point out about the car tonight, we have a pick six carryover of more than $16,000. So we add that to what should be a really fun day at Los Al. 15983 to be exact. So looking forward to that. And I also uh, want to point out we've got a carryover up at Golden Gate Fields of about 34000 with a mandatory payoff because it is closing day up there. But back to the matters at hand, 10 races tonight. At, what do you make of this low-sale $2 million futurity? Well, all signs point to one horse, number seven, train station B. And uh, ever since arriving from Lidoso Downs, what a dominant, dominant performer he has been here at Los Alamitos. Uh, Michael Rona asked me if uh, we've ever had a horse go undefeated uh, by winning the futurity for the Golden, the futurity trials for the Golden State Million, the Golden State Million final, the Los Alamitos two million trials, and then the two million trials. Not only by going undefeated, but also by posting the fastest times to both of those finals. Uh, we've never had that. That has never happened. So if Train Station V wins tonight, Los Alamitos two million futurity, talk about uh, perhaps the most dominant four-race stretch that we've had uh, during this part of the year when the big money is on the line here at Los Alamitos. So train station is certainly looking to do something spectacular here at Los Al. And uh, I think Ed Berger mentioned that as well with the same connections as one, the champion of champions last night, owner of Valeri- uh, Valeriano Racing Stables, Keith Taylor, uh, jockey Francisco Calderon. What an incredible season Francisco Calderon is having uh, his mounts have earned over $6 million. Mm-hmm. That's well over a $1 million, more than the previous 
single season record in the history of American quarter horse racing. Wow. And he can add more tonight. Uh, so he could be getting close to $7 million in earnings for a single year. What a year for this jockey, Francisco Calderon. And a quick note on Train Station V, the uh, three to five morning line favorite in tonight's Los Al $2 million futurity. Five wins, three seconds from eight starts. His earnings now over a million dollars. He's a California bred son, a colt by favorite cartel. Flashback, winner of last night's champion of champions, a Missouri bred, as you know. Yeah, by Dr. James Strelman and uh, his great friend Bill Dale out there. Uh, they were there last night, uh, Mr. Strelman, to uh, enjoy his homebred uh, winning the champion of champions. Uh, he came close when Dr. Strelman owned them. He ran third in the champion of champions back in 2021. Uh, he was sold privately, uh, Valeriano Racing uh, purchasing him. And Flashback did something that no horse had ever done in the champion of champions, and that is run second. In, uh, in the Champion of Champions, and then after that, win the big race. No one had ever done it. We had horses that had won the Champion of Champions, and then a year or two after, ran second. But no one has made that kind of a move from mm-hmm. second to actually winning the big, big race. Uh, what, a, what a race from flashback. Tremendous uh, early speed, uh, incredible acceleration. That took him to the lead. And the way he finishes, this horse has always been famous with the way he uh, he finishes races. No one was going to catch him. And Heath Taylor said something that uh, uh, that I thought was pretty cool. He said the length of his stride is just enormous. Uh, it's not normal for a core horse. Mm-hmm. He just goes up the ground, and if he can just get on top of, of the of the track, he's as good as anyone ever. And uh, he just did that. Uh, he was just tremendous. It was a lot of headwind, so the time wasn't that impressive. But, uh, you know, there was a lot of headwind flashback with a very easy win. He, uh, he never let it uh, uh, impress him, really get too close to him, handle him the entire way, ended up winning by three-quarters of a length. Huge win from, from the rail and did it as a five-year-old gelding, second in the champion of champions, as noted, two years ago uh, at the age of three. That's turf history. Can we make some money tonight? I'm going to go to uh, one of our toughest races of the night, and that's going to be race number nine, the Los Alamitos 2 million juvenile, 10 outstanding two-year-olds. And I'm going to go with the eight, Mooning the Blues, Jaime Gomez, the trainer, and Oscar Peinado up 5-1 to one on the morning line. This horse just barely missed qualifying to the uh, Los Alamitos 2 million futurity by one one-hundredth of a second. That's how close he was, and he did it in that final trial. It's never easy to qualify from the final trial. I'm going to go with the eight, Mooning the Blues. He kind of drifted in in that trial, but finished really good. Let's see if he can do that again against a really tough field. And again, this will be uh, part of the pick six sequence tonight with uh, that carryover of uh, almost 16,000. Okay, number eight, Mooning the Blues, five to one on the morning line. Race nine, uh, and that is the uh, $50 million, $50,000 uh, juvenile. It's, it's, it's kind of complicated. The header on the race says Los Alamitos, $2 million juvenile, but they're running at 50000 Orlando. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't notice that. Yeah, this is kind of like the constellation for horses that just Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's what this is. And some, some really good horses in this group, some horses that, again, with a little bit better luck, we will be seeing them trying to uh, topple train station V in the big one. But uh, we'll, we'll go with the eight, winning the Blues, 5-2-1. Post time tonight for race nine uh, at uh, 846 Pacific. Thanks so much, Orlando. Have a great day and night. Thank you so much, Mike. Appreciate it. We'll step aside one final time this hour, coming back strong. Toby Terrell is back from winner's card. He's running the anchor lab. Don't forget Dennis Moore. 
in our opinion, the top track guy in the country, joins us top of the next hour. He's going to be followed by Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV right here on Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. Hello, I'm Alan Mosnet, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well, you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Sunday night at Los Alamitos. It's the richest race of the season, the Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 Million Futurity. What a tremendous race of two-year-olds will be in action. Led by Golden State Million Futurity winner Train Station D, who is undefeated in his three starts at Los Alamitos, plus Wild West Futurity winner Five Bar Supreme, and Golden State Million finalist Unrelentless and AB Wow, plus five other standouts will go after the richest purse of a Los Alamitos meet. Our first post on Sunday night follows the final race of our daytime racing program. 
And as always, every Saturday and Sunday night features two of Night Racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Los Alamitos 2 million? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's the Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 million Futurity. Train Station B, 5 Bar Supreme, and an all-star cast of juveniles. It's the richest race of the season at Los Alamitos. Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Hour 1, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Let's get up to Santa Anita Park and say hello to Private Clocker Toby Terrell on behalf of Winner's Card. He's back with us after a little hiatus during the Bing Crosby meet at Del Mar. Toby, good morning. Great to have you back. Great to be back, uh, Mike. We had the uh, holiday festivities right down First Avenue uh, yesterday and a lot of tradition here in beautiful Arcadia. And, of course, that tradition for all of us is always the day after Christmas. Right, and beware of that Christmas cheer, Uber, or just go ahead and walk. Things are pretty close by uh, there where you operate it, out of uh, out of Arcadia. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about today's nine-race card at Los Alamitos. Any strong opinion? Yeah, actually, uh, you go to race number five, and we have a pretty solid uh, lineup here. Uh, the number two horse will be for uh, Phil D'Amato. Uh, had this guy, his last couple of workouts, just absolutely uh, loaded uh, on the muscle. And this looks to be right uh, ready to run his, his maybe his best race, I think, uh, ever. And who would have ever thought, Mike, we'd see Joel Rosario in the saddle here, uh, riding at low south. And, uh, boy, what a jockey colony we're going to have here. No question. As I said a few minutes ago, Agent Ron Anderson represents Joel along with Frankie DeTore, but he obviously wanted to get Joel in here in advance of the big meet, get some business together, and, and be able to ride some horses back and so on. Speaking of Phil D'Amato, as you know, Toby, he gets his mail on that training track there at Santa Anita under construction. It looks to me like they're ahead of schedule. We're going to have Dennis Moore on in just a few minutes to address that $10 million project that's underway. 
Uh, you know what? Uh, the main track has been very, very busy, and um, it'll be a, a, certainly a great asset for us here. It's going to really make a big difference uh, when those rains hit. I agree. Anyway, Toby says uh, in race five today at Los Alamitos, go with number two will be Joel Rosario uh, riding for Phil D'Amato. It'll be the best $5 you spend going to the races. That's winner's card, the yellow sheet. If you can't get it on track, you can go to casetherace.com and pick up winner's card. Toby, again, great to have you back, and we'll talk to you next week. Good luck today. All right, Mike. All right, going to step aside. Coming back strong as noted. Top track maintenance guy Dennis Moore going to be with us top of the hour. Be followed by uh, Kurt Hoover from FanDuel. A whole lot of shows straight ahead. This is Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio and the Angels Radio app. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Raiders football is less than four hours away here on AMA 30, KLAA, Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos. You'll be glad you did. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover. Don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. 
Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Sunday night at Los Alamitos. It's the richest race of the season, the Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 million Futurity. What a tremendous race of two-year-olds will be in action. Led by Golden State Million Futurity winner Train Station D, who is undefeated in his three starts at Los Alamitos. Plus Wild West Futurity winner Five Bar Supreme and Golden State Million finalist Unrelentless and A.B. Wow. Plus five other standouts will go after the richest purse of the Los Alamitos meet. Our first post on Sunday night follows the final race of our daytime racing program. And as always, every Saturday and Sunday night features two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Los Alamitos 2 million? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's the grade one Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. Train Station D, 5 Bar Supreme, and an all-star cast of juveniles. It's the richest race of the season at Los Alamitos. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbred. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. There they go. Oh, Hera lost the rider. Native Diver is going to the front. Gamely and Rising Market nose and nose. And Gamely is the winner by a nose right. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by Daytime Thoroughbred Racing at Los Alamitos. First post time through December 17th is at 12.30 p.m. By Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez. Uncle Kimo's, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villafort of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's 
world-class customer service by the luxurious Halualoha Garden and Kitchen overlooking the majestic Kona Coast on the island of Hawaii. Visit HalualohaGardenAndKitchen.com and make your reservations now for the event of a lifetime. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own and breed in California. By the Rags and Sheets. Take it from top trainers, jockey agents, and players like you nationwide. When you go racing, get past the obvious. Get the Rags and Sheets. By Legacy Ranch. Where stands California's big three? Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the La Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman. Thank you, Leilani McBrien. A very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us. Hour two, Thoroughbred, Thoroughbred Los Angeles on this opening weekend of the very brief Los Alamitos winter meet. Nine races today. Our main event goes as the ninth and final two-year-old Phillies bred in California. It's the $100,000 Soviet problem stakes. A lot to talk about in this game. What's going on here in Southern California, and in particular at Santa Anita Park. With that in mind, going to go now to a guy who, in my opinion, is is the best track maintenance guy in America and has been for some time. Dennis Moore. He's at Los Alamitos as we speak. Dennis, good morning. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, and thanks for taking time. No problem, Mike. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Hope all is going well. Right. A little bit of background, Dennis, if you don't mind. Uh, you, you got quite a bit of dirt in your shoes. You've been in this game a long time. Uh, I mean, your family is horse racing. But just tell us about your journey, uh, where you've been, and, 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 and what you're overseeing right now. Yeah, so it all started. My dad went to work at Hollywood Park in 1946. My brother and I, uh, within the summertime, would go out, go out to work with him quite a bit. And so it kind of got in my blood, and uh, I made it a profession. And I started here in 1972 at uh, Los Alamitos. And then I used to uh, work also the Oak Tree Meet at, uh, at Santa Anita. So in February, it'll be my 52nd. 52nd year in the business, Mike. 52nd year in the business, and uh, you currently oversee what goes on uh, at Del Mar. You've got to be very, very proud, Del Mar. Uh, pardon me, Dennis. Del Mar has had an incredibly safe run, and I, I know that's job one with you. Well, that's yeah, that's our number one concern is safety. Uh, that's the one thing we we pay more attention to anything. I mean, that's that's our job is to make the track as safe and consistent for horses as we possibly can. You know, there's so much that goes into it. One thing that opened my eyes uh, as a young guy, like 40 years ago, owning a part of a horse uh, that was uh, out, fold, and then, uh, you know, broken and and ready to come into the track at uh, the old, uh, old English Rancho out in Ontario, and I'd be out there, and they would explain to me that uh, they handed out five-gallon buckets, you know, every other day or whatever, 
because these rocks would just come up. It was sandy loam, but the rocks would come up. I mean, there's just so many things people don't even think about uh, when you're dealing with soils, Dennis. Yeah, there's a lot more to it, I think, than what everybody realizes. I mean, it's not a it's not a nine to five job. It's more like a five to nine job. Five five in the morning till whenever you get out, and a lot of times that you are at my average day is twelve to thirteen hours. And then when something goes wrong or you have bad weather or whatever, we have the track sealed. I usually come in at twelve o'clock in the morning to hmm. once the rain has stopped and see if we can open the track. And of course, now we have some an inclement weather policy by the state of California that we have to have to follow. Uh, so that, you know, makes it a little more difficult, but it's manageable. And uh, it's, you know, the horsemen, we've all had to adjust, uh, you know, it's a sign of the times. Things have changed. Right, Dennis. And, and, you know, if you're not changing, you're not in action. Uh, you mentioned the, the CHRB new, uh, you know, inclement weather policy. I mentioned it in hour one, and it, it it's like this. Any surface that is sealed, and the reason we seal a racetrack is to keep a lot of moisture from getting into it. But that said, if you seal it, you can't train on it the next morning, which is what makes this $10 million project that you're overseeing at Santa Anita right now with our inner training track so, so important. Uh, explain that, the, the, the way the rules have changed with how we train and the fact that, you know, if we get a winner... We need to train. You can't walk for four or five days in a row. These horses have got to get out and train. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've done that in the past where we've had to do it in the past because of horrific rainfall that we've had, and everybody's forecasting another winter. We ended up having like 35, 36 inches of rain uh, last winter at, at, at Santa Anita. So it goes in patterns, and, and everybody's forecasting a, another wet winter this year, and with the new inclement weather policies and everything, like you said, we you can't once you open a track after a seal, you can't have any workers on it for 24 hours. So that puts a lot of guys behind in training, and and uh, you know it's something that the the trainers have to live with, and we have to live with. So to make it a little bit better, uh, the Stronic Group has decided to make the infield training track an all-weather Tapita uh, racetrack. Exactly, which is a surface that. You do not have to seal, correct? You don't have to seal it. Water drains vertical right through it. Uh, we'll have we'll have 18 different drains for the water to get to once it goes through it. So it's just it's all weather track. You never have to worry about the rain. You can be out there working horses or whatever you need to do. Dennis, I told you on the phone the other day. Looking at this project from where I'm at, most of the time press box top the grandstand at Santa Anita. In my life, I don't think I've ever seen this much heavy equipment in motion at one time. It is unbelievable. And now we've got this tunnel, which we've had for many years, that goes from the stable area out to the inner training track. But you guys made it so this heavy equipment can get through. There was a an issue with clearance where in the past we had to take heavy equipment and so on, uh, try and get it over the turf course using a lot of heavy plywood and everything to, to mitigate the effects of the weight. That's not the case now. Uh, it looks to me like, Dennis, are you guys ahead of schedule? Yeah, we are, but it's very time-consuming. I mean, we have to. We have probably two more days of grading. Uh, we've had a total of 13,000 yards of material that we've had to remove. And then we have to get it to our grades that we spec it at. 
so by Tuesday we should be done with that, and, and hopefully by Wednesday we start putting in the, the drainage system. And then once that's in, we have to put a a Marify fabric cloth over the top of that, and then six inches of drainage rock on top of that, mm. and then a two and a half inch macadam on top of that, and then seven inches of the uh, torpedo track on top of that. As you know, Dennis, every single stage is so hugely important. You oversaw the cushion track install at Hollywood Park uh, after that that CHRB synthetic mandate came down, I think about 2006 in there, maybe a little bit earlier. But uh, every single stage is so important. And as you also know, you were not involved in the original synthetic install at Santa Anita. We didn't get the drainage right. We had the right material, but... The thing didn't drain, and boy, it was very problematic, which was so, so unfortunate. But uh, in addition to getting everything done underneath, then comes the tapita. Anybody coming to the races on opening day, Dennis, they're going to see a massive white tent out in the infield parking lot. Apparently, the material is being mixed on site, correct? That's correct. Yeah, we had a big tent put up, and... uh... The Tapita people, that's where they're going to do all the mixing at. And that'll be Michael Dickinson, the the guy coming in from Maryland? Michael Dickinson, owns him and his wife, Joan uh, Wakefield, are the, the owners. And Joan's on site right now and has been on site for uh, the last week or so, getting everything ready. And they have their first batch of wax coming in on uh, on Monday. They've got mm-hmm. all their other ingredients and uh, ready to be blended and mixed, so we're ready to go. I'll tell you, it's it's quite a project, and uh, Dennis, uh, this this thing is supposed to be done if we stay on schedule. Is there a specific date, or are we just saying mid January? Well, yeah, we're hoping we're hoping by uh, we're, with weather permitting and everything, you know, goes. We've had a couple of hiccups on the training track and some things that were under there that we didn't really know were under there, <laughs> yeah. but we were maneuver maneuver. I mean, the training track went in, I think, and like. 73 or 74. I was actually working at Santa Anita, but I just worked the oak tree meet. So uh, it started after their 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 fall their winter fall meet, and uh, that's when they built the training track. So it's been there a good 50 years or so. And, and now more than ever, Dennis, as we see with an emphasis on grass racing, you know, I mean, guys like Phil D'Amato, Jeff Mullins, and many more. I mean, they really lean on that inner training track. That's where they—that's where those grass horses are training for the most part. Yeah, and you know, everybody feels like the torpedo is is um, you know almost identical to a turf track, and I think we'll probably see a lot of the turf horses will be going over there doing their works and everything else. Exactly. Hey, Dennis. In terms, I mentioned you're involved at Del Mar, Los Alamitos, Santa Anita. I think your official title at Santa Anita now is a track consultant. Your son, Rob, uh, is is doing a tremendous job. He's actually in the program as our track superintendent. Yeah, that's correct. I'm just the track consultant at Santa Anita. And uh, Rob has it on him and his guys have done it. He's got a great crew of guys. And, right. And uh, I think they've done a great job. The grass looks phenomenal, I'll tell you that, Dennis. Uh, I mean, it. We've we've got good sunny weather now. I can't imagine any other track in the country this time of the year having a better turf course, a better presentation when you factor in the downhill than we've got at Santa Anita coming into this winter. 
Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we've got a great guy, Justin Martinez, and him and his crew does a fantastic job with the, with the turf track under a lot of unusual circumstances that we haven't had to deal with years ago. But like you said, there's so much emphasis on, on turf, turf racing that they, uh, they really, they do a great job. Time is uh, just about 9.19, and our guest is uh, track su- superintendent Dennis Moore. Dennis, just in general terms, i got to ask you this. Uh, you've been involved yourself with racing since 1946. It just seems to me anybody who's going to be a successful horse trainer, they're going to be a successful football coach, they're going to be a successful track superintendent, uh, it would behoove you to to turn your cell phone off for periods of time to follow your instincts, you want input, but you can't have everybody around the kitchen table telling you how to make uh, the steak or whatever. You're going to be like a dog chasing your tail. Just, just a, a little general, uh, you know, advice on what makes a good track man. Well, you know, you have to feel confident in what you're doing, and you have to look at the numbers and the records and all that. You listen to horsemen. But you don't, you know, you don't always see eye to eye with them on some issues. Uh, I think I have a lot more experience, more experience on the on racetracks and what horsemen do. And I've never been to a barn to train a horse in my life. Wouldn't even know where to begin. But uh, you know, most of the guys are pretty good. You've got a few guys that, you know, a handful of them that, that they wouldn't like, you know, apple pie and ice cream. So. You just got to learn how to roll with that and let her, you know, I mean, I've had ulcers since I was 28. I've had two heart attacks, seven stints and all that. And of course that hasn't all been the racetrack. A lot of that's been myself as well, but it's, uh, you know, you take pride in what you do and you stay consistent, uh, with your convictions, you know, uh, what you know. And, um, you know, I mean, things are going to happen. They're always going to happen. Uh, you're not going to please everybody. And you just got to realize that, that, uh, you're doing you're doing the things that the right way and the safest way, and you can never let anybody deter you from changing something. When you've had Santa Anita's had some great numbers the last few years as far as safety as well. You know, I'll put Santa Anita and Del Mar's safety up against any any track in the country, be it be it synthetic mm-hmm. or not. Uh, so I mean, why would we want a deter from that program? I mean, every now and then we have to make some adjustments, but. When we do, we make minor adjustments. Uh, it doesn't take much to to change things, so you have to be very careful when you change them. Exactly. And, and would you agree? You got to keep that cell phone off for periods of time, Dennis. Well, you know, I leave mine on, but there's certain guys I have blocked. <laughs> but because uh, <laughs> you've got to you got to leave it on 24/7 because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, in the middle of the night, a uh, a sprinkler line yeah. can break and flood the track, or this could happen or that happen. But, uh, you know, there's certain guys that are going to complain every day. And I, those guys, you tend to you listen to them. But, you know, but when I get, when I get, you know, I talk to the vets a lot. I talk to Dr. Carpenter a lot. Um, I check in with the CTT, Allen Balch. And, you know, if they're hearing a lot of the same things, then I look, you know, you look into things and, if there's something you think that you've missed or you can do better, then then you move forward. But hey. you, know, like you can't let you lose. You know, you let one trainer dictate how you do your track, and you're you're in trouble. 
You've got key the respect of all the trainers. No doubt, Dennis. You got key people that have credibility. We're all going to make mistakes because we're in this thing called a human thing. You know, you try and minimize them and uh, and go forward based upon your experience and and instincts. Uh, hats off to you, Dennis. Let's keep it going into this winter, hoping to have a terrific meet and look forward to this. Uh, this inner training track uh, being online by mid-January. Last last thing, uh, the act- actual circumference of the inner training track is is it a little under five eighths? No, it's actually it's over five eighths. It's actually over three quarters. It's just a little. It's like forty two hundred feet. So it's a lot bigger than people think it was. You know. Yeah. Um, but we we knew what it was, and so we got our got everything. You have to know what the size is before you start ordering the material so you know how much material you have and all that uh, that you'll need. So it's about 4,200 feet in circumference. Super. Hey, Dennis, thank you so, so much for your time, and uh, have a great day over there at Los Alamitos again. Merry Christmas to you and your family. All right, you as well, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. And uh, now we're going to check in as advertised with Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV. Hey, Kurt, good morning. Hello, Kurt. Are you there? I'm there, Mike. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good, good. Are you up here or still down south? Still down south, uh, doing a little homework for this afternoon's festivities, and then make a trip up to Los Al, Mike. <laughs> a little windy down there? Yeah, it's not not too bad now. It was uh, yesterday and last night, but it's pretty good right now. It was very windy with the Santa Ana's at the track yesterday, but uh, all yeah. things good now. Yeah. And it's amazing. We didn't have any wind at Santa Anita yesterday, Kurt, and... I heard Ed talking about the headwind down the track. Then I saw the American flag out there in the infield. I go, man, he's not kidding. But uh, up in Arcadia, it was good. Yeah, if it would have been trials for uh, a futurity, Mike, it would have been big-time headwind, tailwind, all that, because it was blowing yeah. pretty good throughout the afternoon. I- exactly. And, Kurt, uh, Bob Baffert again on scene yesterday. Boy, you got 2-1 to one on nothing like you uh, with, with the leading guy, Juan Hernandez, and gate to wire. She won easy. Yeah, she really ran big, Mike. Uh, Malibu Moon Philly, who is improving with each and every start. I, I talked to Juan Hernandez after the race, and he said she's, you know, she's just figuring things out. She's just gotten good. And he said he thought that was her best distance, going a mile of 16. She relaxed nicely. Very impressive win. Uh, going into the race, I love Mark Latsley, Chapala. I singled her to pick six and bet on her. She ran an odd race, Mike. I don't know what happened on the turn. If you watch the replay, uh, you know, for a minute, I thought she went wrong. She mm-hmm. lost her action. A jock kind of lost its footing, you know, and then she started running again, and then the four-horse great 48 came out and interfered with her in the stretch. I, I, she ran a very odd race. Like, I'd be interested to see how she comes out of the race because she just ran very strange race. I, I, I saw that around the turn. She broke stride. You saw Fresu, yeah. his hind end drop. I'm thinking, oh, man, what went wrong here? Right. Uh, it, it was a weird race. She was off uh, as the 9-5 to five favorite. You know, Kurt, the winner... I'm looking at the chart here in the San Gabriel Tribune. Uh, that's nothing like you. Owned in part uh, by a guy named John Rogitz. I haven't talked to that guy in 51 years, Kurt. We played Col- Colt League together in Temple City back in 1972. Well, I might have met him, Mike, because I was in the paddock getting ready for that race. I was reporting yesterday, yeah. and the guy came up to me and said, hey, uh, where's the one horse going? If they didn't have the numbers out yesterday, I said, ah, right over here. And he said, I am so, you know, I didn't catch his name. And he said, yeah. we started talking horses. And he said, I own a small piece of the one horse. And I said, hey, small piece of a good horse is, is, is all right. <laughs> and he started laughing, you know. Yeah. So it could have been him, Mike, because it was him and a couple other guys I had never seen before. And uh, nice to see some different owners, especially for Baffert. You don't see that too often. 
I know, and, and uh, I, I think it's his first horse, you know. And he was interviewed on FanDuel a- after they won that stake uh, at Del Mar. Was it, what, what was that down there? Um, the, was it the Betty Grable? Uh, anyway, can't remember, yeah. uh, he, he mentioned that he grew up about a mile from the track, and that got me thinking, <laughs> man, that guy kind of looks familiar. Sure <laughs> enough, Mr. Baffert confirmed it. So, anyway, Kurt... It was great talking to the guy, Mike, because it was either him or one of the other owners. I'm looking, there's three listed owners, and there was another guy with them, and they couldn't have been nicer. And they were so happy to be there, you know, and it's a, you know, you're running for a $200,000 pot, you own a nice yeah. silly. I mean, I, I really felt good for them if they won, because they're the kind of people we, we want in the game going horses. Uh, no doubt about it, Kurt. And as as all of us know, it's it's a very, very expensive game, and, and you do very. a lot of losing, you know. You do, you do more losing and winning, Mike, and uh, no you, still, doubt. you still love the game, right? Exactly. Well, Kurt, anyway, uh, you're not in the paddock this meet. I guess uh, FanDuel, you guys are a little bit shorthanded, so uh, you're on the desk. Who, who are you with today and, yeah. and about when, about midstream? Is that when you come in? Yeah, Mike, I'm going half full uh, this week. It's nice to be wanted, so I'm, I'm going to go that route, that, that they want me on the desk. But I do miss doing the paddock. Good to see Ed Burghardt doing it, though. That's, that's, a, that's a good uh, guy to have doing it, Mike. So, right. Yeah, today I'm uh, second half of the car. I believe I'm with Mike Joyce for the late pick four and the featured Soviet problem. So I like both jobs, Mike, you know, but I do enjoy being in the paddock, but you do what you have to do, and we are short a few people this week. And, Kurt, uh, a reminder, uh, today's closing day at Golden Gate, and they've got a jackpot carry, uh, uh, carryover up there of better than 34000 with a mandatory payout, so that's something to look forward to. Mike, I have not gone through all the other tracks in the country, but Golden Gate might have the best car in the country today, and I mean that. I, I looked through their car before I came on Full field, competitive races, a good stakes race, no real short price horses. That is a really, really good part of Golden Gate this afternoon. And Frank Miramati driving the bus from the announcer's booth. And Kurt, yeah. we've talked about this. You know, Turf Paradise is not open. You got a lot of guys from Seattle that they're at Golden Gate. There's no place else for them to go unless they want to go halfway around the country. And uh, we suspected that they would be pretty robust in terms of field size heading into the new year. Now, they say they're going to open a turf paradise in January, but I've talked to a few guys over there, and they say, well, they're going to open. I don't know if there's any horses. I mean, everybody's scattered, Kurt. You know, it's funny, Mike. Somebody asked me about the other day about turf paradise. Are they going to open? I said, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll use the old line. When I see the whites in their eyes, but when I see horses exactly. going to the gate, right, Mike? I, so many stories of that track, and I hope it opens. I love that track. I make a visit there every year. We go to spring training, but I, we'll see, Mike. Hopefully it'll open because there's a lot of people there you know, and we know a lot of people in, in, in at Turf Paradise who make their living there and have been doing it for a long, long time and don't have anywhere else to go, really. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Kurt, uh, our time is short here this segment. Again, a nine-race card today. You like anything for radio? Yeah, I'm going to take a shot early on and try and build the pick-six bankroll, Mike, in race number two. This is starter allowance race, a $50,000 optional claiming price, five-and-a-half for long. It's a horse I've always liked. Definition of a hard trier. Number two, man it to wish for Martin Valenzuela Jr. This is just a racehorse. He ran well in his only start at Los Al uh, almost a year ago to the day. He ran a good second beat in the head in a similar condition. I think he needed his last race. It was a 1,000-yard race at night. He came running late down along the inside. He was beat at a short price. But to me, that's a race to set him up for this race. He had been off since June, probably needed a race. Uh, the horse who beat him came back and won. The horse who was fifth in that race came back and won. Edgar Pierres is a very underrated rider. He's been on this horse a couple times before. And I like the price. I'm not in love with the favorites, Mike. That's why I'm going to this race. I like the two. Man, it's a wish. Tough old racehorse at 4-1 to one in race number two. 
four to one, uh, and was you know third beating a length and a half as the uh, one to nine favorite uh, last time out. You, you should get that four to one, Kurt. Uh, last thing, I know the champion of champions has always been high on your agenda. Were you able to get involved last night? Yeah, Michael, it was a good horse race. I, I'm lucky I remember just in time to watch. I was sitting here flipping around watching basketball, and also it was 9-10. I said, oh, man, the champion of champions. I got through this. We were going to the gate. So really good race. Uh, the winner flashback, Ed Burghardt, in a nice case for him, was very impressive. Yeah. Preston ran his race. Uh, apolitical Prince I, didn't, didn't run too well, Michael. I'm interested to see what happened with Apolitical Prince. He just fell apart, to be honest, late. But a good race. It's like a good crowd, Mike. And had a good crew doing it with uh, Dave Weaver. And Ed Burghardt and the guys and, and Jose, you know, Contreras hashing it out. It was yeah. nice to watch, and it was a good race, Mike. Hey, Kurt, looking forward to seeing you on FanDuel today uh, for the afternoon racing at Los Alamitos. And we'll try and get on board with you at number two, Man- to Wish, uh, in race two, going to be your best bet. Martin Valenzuela, Jr., the trainer. Edgar Payeras, very underrated jock, uh, is aboard 4-1 to one on Ed Burghardt's morning line. Thanks so much, Kurt. Drive safely. Mike, I'll, I'll duck in you. I, I got an NFL pick for a little homework, so I'll give you a quick pick. Oh, good. Let's take the Bill, yeah, let's take the Buffalo Bills today, Mike. They're off their bye week. I know cliched must win. All NFL games are must win this time of the year. But they're off a bye. Casey's a little banged up. They're getting a point and a half in Kansas City. I like Josh Allen and Buffalo plus one and a half in the afternoon game. It might have to catch part of that in between races at Los Al. Boy, a lot of things uh, at play this time of the year. And- yeah. Buffalo coach under fire. Obviously, anytime you've got a franchise quarterback and the team's underperforming at this point, the head guy is, is going to be under fire. But Kansas yep. City, they're looking like maybe they're not all that invincible. Uh, Kurt says take the point and a half in KC and go with the Buffalo Bills. Thanks so much, Kurt. Thank you, Mike. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it. We'll step aside real quick. Like This is Thoroughbred LA on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book south point casino's race book has the answer come in and sign up for the nevada race book mobile app for just a 50 dollars minimum deposit you'll have the race book right at your fingertips no matter where you are in nevada it's convenient fun and easy to use when you do have time to visit south point casino is the perfect place to be our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. 
Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover, don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. 
Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Hi everybody, this is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate, Fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did. And welcome back. Hour two, Thurbin, Los Angeles. Let's get up to Las Vegas and say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey, Bruce, happy holidays and uh, great to have you with us. Same to you, Mike. How's it going? It's going great. we got a lot to talk about with a huge card, a uh, closing day card at Golden Gate Fields. I say closing day. For the short term, they're going to be back open same day as Santa Anita, the day after Christmas. First things first, though, nice on-air winner last week, Bruce. Surge capacity at 1140 on behalf of the listeners. Thank you so much. You are welcome. And that's uh, aptly named horse because she has quite a surge, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Come, coming in the inside. You know, when a horse has, uh, like, fluffy socks has the momentum like that on the outside, it's rare that you could eyeball the horse on the inside, eyeball the outside horse, and surges by. But what a nice three-year-old she is! She won with a ton of trouble at Keeneland in her in her previous start. Uh, she's going to be a scary four-year-old going forward for Chad Brown. A racehorse, no question about it. Uh, it is closing day. Mandatory payouts at Golden Gate Fields. They've got that jackpot pick six, but they got to pay it out. And coming in, it's at $34,105. That'll be races 5 through 10. Where do you want to start up there, Bruce? Well, let's build the bankroll for that uh, sequence. Let's go to the second race. And uh, I'm going to give you a horse, the six-horse Diamond Concerto, who is not going to be a bet down. It's going to be a correction, Mike. The horse is laid at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Um, I think we're looking more like $7 maximum on this guy, but he looks like a good play at that price. He has really woken up since he came from Southern California and gotten on the synthetic track at Golden Gate. Broke Maiden for a Maiden 16 tag, but he did it with very stylishly because the pace was about as slow as it could be, showed a big turn of foot late to win going away. I thought he ran well at this level last out in a good-looking race. He ran a solid second. He's got a couple of really good route races here on the synthetic he can finish he's a crazy six to one it's going to be a correction you're going to probably look at six dollars seven dollars i'll take it race two number six diamond concerto at six to one so so maybe two to one or five to two is more like it but uh let's just get the dub that's uh second race number six diamond concerto 
Uh, first post up there is at 12.15. Post time for the second going to be at about 12.45 Pacific. Let's come down to Los Alamitos, Bruce. Hey, Mike, real quick. You were talking about windy days, right, at Los Alamitos yesterday. Yeah. Mike, do you, rem- do you remember, I think it was mid to late 80s, Santa Anita had to cancel the races halfway through the pick six because of winds knocked out the power. I don't know if you remember that. Well, I and, think and it was I, November 1984, and I actually flew up to uh, Bay Meadows that day to bet on a horse that Clay Brinson had. You can look it up. It was a horse named Santa Rosa Prince. Race Bill rode the horse, and it was a first condition allowance, and it was won by a D. Wayne Lucas filly you may have heard of by the name of Lady Secret. So wow. the guy went. Yeah, I tell you what. I, I tell you what. Real quick story about that day is I thought I was a little smart aleck that day, and you know I guess they ran three races maybe in the pick six and had to cancel the rest of the day. Yeah, I went up and the only day of my life, Mike, I was a stupor that day. Ooh. I picked up all the pick six tickets I could find, got a couple of thousand dollars worth of, of tickets, thinking that maybe they're going to refund the entire pick six, and that's what Trevor Demon I think made said. To hold the tickets, whatever. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm, you know. Meanwhile, I have a terrible, I have a terrible back uh, from from stooping for about an hour. I'm thinking, boy, I'm smarter than everybody else. And then they make the announcement on the replay show. No, uh, they will pay off a uh, pick six like it's a pick three that day. So uh, yeah. all for naught. I thought I was a wise. Uh, a wise guy that day, and then all I got out of it was a bad back. <laughs> you got some nice exercise. I, I, I got an empty pocket because I went up north, as noted, uh, Santa Rosa Prince, green as grass into the far turn, ran third, DQ'd, I think, the last. And, uh, you know, it was it was quite a day. Coming back home, I'll never forget, it was so windy at, at Hollywood Burbank, we touched down and the guy had to abort the landing. I, I mean, wow. it was really serious, you know. But we made it, obviously. But uh, yeah, I do remember that day, Bruce. Yep, I do. I do. Oh. I, I've, got, I've got a curve in the spine to, to, to attest for it. So. <laughs> All right, what about Los Alamitos today? Let's go to the ninth race. And uh, I really like the two here, Petite Filet. Uh, I thought she ran well, Mike, uh, at San Anita. That was Breeders' Cup Friday. That track was slow early in the day. I didn't think the inside part of the track was great. She sat in about the two lane, kind of was not too far off the lead. She fell out of it at the top of the lane. She wasn't going to be Grand Slam Smile, but she passed some horses that I thought was very game in finishing second, and she was a fresh horse at the wire. She definitely ran better when she got to the outside that day. She's a steady kind of one-pace sprinter who I think is going to really enjoy the two turns and talk about your low-profile connections. Ricardo Ramirez rides. For Alfred Vuocholo, I believe it is, that's not going to attract a whole lot of attention. No. I think we automatically get a little bit of an overlay. I think with you, those connections, you, right? you, you just might because Loretta Lynn, I thought, was pretty darn impressive first time out. And that was going six and a half. She stretches out to a mile today. And Juan Hernandez had a decision to make between her and Asada Fries. They went with Loretta Lynn. I, I thought she's got a lot of upside off the tape. And Asada Fries had the benefit of the seasoning. First time Joel Rosario today. And Petite Filet, you'll get every bit of that three to one. I think you'd get the overlay, as you said. Yeah, and I think, and, and the other thing about that race, Mike, is uh, they ran the male uh, 
counter division that day won by Magic Spoon, it was a little slower than the female. So that was a, mm-hmm. than the female division. So that was a legit time, believe it or not, as slow as it looked. So uh, in the ninth race, let's take a shot with the two Petit Polite, three to one on the morning line. And tell us about betonbruce.com. Full card analysis at Los Alamitos. Some uh, challenging races late in the day at Gulfstream Park, but I'll pick, uh, put all the late exotics on there. Also, best bets at Golden Gate. Pretty much concentrating on the late races uh, other than that second race. So check us out at BetOnBruce.com. Bruce, thanks a million. We'll try and make it two in a row on air. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care, Mike. All right, uh, we'll close this uh, segment out with Bob Mazursky. Handles the publicity efforts for the thoroughbred situation during the daytime. And, of course, his graded handicap appears every racing day in all the Southern California news group papers. Bob, good morning. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? Good. Where are you going for Christmas? I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll probably be with uh, my son and uh, my daughter and uh, her husband and the grandkids. So I well, don't know exactly where that'll be yet. I don't mean to pry, but it, so- it sounds like you're invited somewhere. So that's always a good sign. Yeah, I think so. Unless something changes in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about a best bet from your corner today? I'm going to go to the first race. I'm going to take a shot with number three, Candy Kendall. I thought she ran a little bit better than luck first time out on the grass at Del Mar. I don't think this is the strongest field in the world of Calbert, two-year-old made in Philly. So I'm going to take a shot that she can improve second time out for Steve Miotti. Tyler Bays rides back, number three, and race one, Candy Kindle. And then a quick look at next weekend, stakes-wise. That'll be the closing weekend of your winter meet there, Los Al. Yeah, we have stakes all three days. We'll have the grade three Bayacoa on Friday for Phillies and Mares, older Phillies and Mares, and a mile on the 16th. Those entries will be taken Tuesday. Wednesday, we'll take entries for the Futurity, which, of course, is the... Uh, Grade two for two-year-olds at a mile and a sixteenth, and then on closing day Sunday we have the male counterpart of the uh, Soviet problem, the King Gloria. Mm-hmm. The two-year-old Calbreds going a mile. That race will be taken. Entries will be taken for that on Thursday. So three stakes to close up the meet. Terrific. Hey Bob, thanks so much. Best, Amy. Thank you so much, Mike. Take care. All Happy right, holidays. you bet. We'll take one final time out right here on Angels Radio and on the Angels Radio app. This is Thoroughbred LA. AM 830. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime thoroughbred racing with an action-packed winter session of racing in beautiful Orange County. Racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Plenty of stakes action is in store this season, led by the running of the Los Alamitos Futurity on Saturday with points on the line for next year's Kentucky Derby, plus the King Glorious on closing day Sunday, December 17th. And horse players, our live money on-track handicapping contest is back on Saturday. You could win a berth to the 2024 NHC in Las Vegas. For contest format and more, visit LosAlamitos.com. And remember that on Saturdays during our winter meet, we'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. That's more money for our Pick 6 players to win on Saturday afternoons. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. And remember, now with $10,000 added to the Pick 6 pool on Saturdays if there's not a carryover, don't miss the Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet. 
From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKimo'sKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans, visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Sunday night at Los Alamitos. It's the richest race of the season. The Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. What a tremendous race of two-year-olds will be in action. Led by Golden State Million Futurity winner Train Station B, who is undefeated in his three starts at Los Alamitos. Plus Wild West Futurity winner Five Bar Supreme and Golden State Million finalist Unrelentless and AB Wow. Plus five other standouts will go after the richest purse of a Los Alamitos meet. Our first post on Sunday night follows the final race of our daytime racing program. And as always, every Saturday and Sunday night features two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Los Alamitos 2 million? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. It's the Grade 1 Los Alamitos 2 million futurity. Train Station V, 5 Bar Supreme, and an all-star cast of juveniles. It's the richest race of the season at Los Alamitos. From Golden Gate to San Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, HaluAlohaGardenAndKitchen.com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoha Garden and Kitchen. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. 
Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. This segment is brought to you by The Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at The Bit. Welcome back. Final segment, Thurber, Los Angeles. My sincere thanks to uh, Leilani Mabri and Jake Rich inside here at the at the Big A making it happen. An additional reminder, folks, there is a pick six carryover, that $2 traditional pick six tonight at Los Alamitos of nearly $16,000. So keep that in mind. Let's get to South Florida and say hello to Toby Callett. Hey, Toby, good morning and happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you as well, Mike. Hope you're well and... Uh... Happy to be, uh, soon you'll be getting ready to get back into action. Exactly, no question. You are very much in action today there in South Florida. It looks like good field size, 11 races. Uh, you know, you got under it, uh, got underway at 12.10 Eastern, but what's the weather like? What are the conditions? It's fast, uh, fast, firm, and fast, and uh, everything seems fine. There is a cold, maybe a little rocky. We'll keep an eye out. But I'm going to take you to the fourth race today for a play. And you mentioned field size, and I was excited. There were 11 in here. Hey, hey Toby, Toby, we're having a great deal of trouble. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's go ahead and try and call Toby back. Let's get John Hardoon on just a little bit early. We'll come back to Toby because he's breaking up bad, and I, I know folks want to know what he's got to say. Hey, John, good morning. Sorry to throw you in the pool here, but we're going to try and get a good connection with Toby. No problem, Mike. Uh, we're going to look at the eighth race today at Low South. Six furlongs on the main track. I like the number three horse in here, Flatter with Jules. This is a six-year-old mare from the Salvador Naranjo Barn. This guy won two races yesterday. He's stable there, so I think that's somewhat of an advantage. Edgar Pajeris aboard the ride. This horse likes this track. She's making a second start back off of a layoff. She's listed at three to one on the morning line. Number three, Slatter with Jules. Pick six, pick, pick four, single in today's eighth race out at Los Alamitos. Eighth of nine today at Los Alamitos race course. And, John, uh, haven't asked you about conditions in upstate New York. It was supposed to get pretty cold this weekend. Yeah, the, the weather's dropping, but it's really getting bad at Aqueduct as we speak. I'm actually in Long Island, Mike, and okay. uh, it is coming down in, in buckets. So, uh, really? Hopefully we'll get the day through, yeah. Okay, dot com. what's there? Three best plays, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Low Sal, and Gulfstream Selection. 
Okay, terrific, John. We're, we're having a little trouble reconnecting uh, with Toby Callett. Any additional comment? Maybe you and I can end up in the penalty box at long last uh, after just about two hours in the books here. Well, you were good for so long, Mike. Why blow it now? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, John, all the best. I know you're with family there on Long Island. Sincerely, happy holidays to you and, and, and Team Hardoon. Thank you so much, Mike. Stay safe and be well. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it very much. Uh, having trouble with Toby Callett uh, and, and Leilani just gave me the thumbs down. I don't know if she's ever done that before. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Tell me who's on next here. What, what are we doing? Coach we Har- have Harvey Hyde on next. Okay, Harvey Hyde is, is going to be next with his college review and preview show. Harvey's a big, big booster of the Rose Bowl, and they have got an epic Rose Bowl coming up. No question about that. Number one Michigan taking on Alabama. Harbaugh uh, versus Nick Saban. Nick Saban, that should be something to behold. Our thanks to all of our sponsors and all of you for listening week in, week out throughout the year. It's been a lot of fun. We'll be back with you next Sunday. Going to take Christmas Eve off. Don't forget Bob Ike John Lindo with a Santa Anita preview show Saturday, December 23rd. Again, thanks to everybody involved. We'll talk to you next week. I'm Mike Wilman. So long, everybody. Listen to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by Little Joe's Fresh Mix and the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Great food and ice cold beer, seven days a week. The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Raiders football is less than three hours away here on AMA 30 KLAA. Orange County, Los Angeles and Inland Empire. Today on the Las Vegas Raiders Radio Network, the Silver and Black play host to the Minnesota Vikings. Hi, this is Tim Cates. Join Jason Horowitz and Lincoln Kennedy for all the action. The Raiders back after the bye week as they welcome in Josh Dobbs and a Vikings team that has lost two in a row. Can the Raiders make it three straight losses for Minnesota? It's the Raiders and Vikings. If it's the NFL, it's Raiders.